Welcome to today's Newsroom Special with Liam Riley. Today we're going to be asking who will be affected by the building of HS2. Our reporter Daniel Cross explored what is going on in the communities along the proposed route of the high-speed railway line. That noise could become rather familiar to you if you happen to live near the proposed high-speed rail 2 route. Many people across the country could be subjected to this kind of disruption every day once the HS2 route begins construction. However, that's not the only issue people in the way of HS2 could be facing. In fact, there's a much more serious problem affecting many people in these properties and that's compensation. HS2's compensation and property purchase schemes were set up to help people with properties in close proximity to the route. But some of these people are coming forward and expressing their dissatisfaction with the schemes, saying they're not just offering the wrong amount of compensation, but they're causing families to split up and even making people ill. I spoke to Chris Matthewman from the Combined Yorkshire HS2 Action Group, who told me about what he's been investigating. You've been looking into HS2's property purchase and compensation schemes. Um, Could you tell me a bit about what you've uncovered so far? Properties within... 60 metres get compensated, um, properties up to 300 metres get compensated, but everything above 300 metres, there's no compensation. So actually the people that live near the line do have a chance of getting some form of compensation or they get the property purchased. But all the hundreds of thousands of people that live more than 300 metres, I'll have to put up with all the construction noise, all the noise, all the dirt, all the grime, and they'll get absolutely no compensation whatsoever. So the scheme's grossly unfair, um, and it doesn't really recompense people in any way, shape or form for the disturbance and the environmental impacts that the scheme will, will bring if they start construction. So they should effectively increase the compensation levels. Uh, by a substantial amount for properties that are anywhere near the line, including properties that are uh, that are over 300 metres, because they will still be severely impacted. Um, so that's really <clears throat> on the compensation side. Um, the the property purchase side, uh, from the investigations that, that that we've been made aware of, um, many people are reporting that some of the valuations are up to £20,000 less than the actual market value for the property. Uh, so there's a question mark over the the valuations that are being placed on these properties as to whether they are fair. Um, and there's also a, a major issue with the time it takes for people to complete uh, a sale through HS2. Uh, it takes months, if not years to complete so you know anybody living near the line not only are they effectively forced to sell the property at probably a lower than market value um, they have a serious amount of stress in that process so that the process just does not work it's not fair it's not equitable uh, and it's leaving people out of pocket so how do you think people feel having to go through these schemes? Well, I think people, um, you know, in, to generalise probably is a, a difficult thing to do. Uh, I think what you've got to consider is many of these people could be, you know, they could be elderly people that are not used to dealing with organisations such as HS2. Uh, and I think the majority of people that have had dealings with them find it extremely stressful 
um, and actually almost life-changing to the extent that you know there's, there's been numerous reports of people that have actually been made ill through the process. Could you give me some examples of businesses that have been affected by the scheme? Well, I mean, in our in our area, um, the, it hasn't got that far yet. Uh, but but, but we, we we are aware of businesses on the phase one leg uh, between London and Birmingham uh, that have been severely impacted by HS2. Uh, there's many businesses where they've actually had to move premises uh, to make way for the line and they haven't even been paid or compensated. So businesses actually could be made bankrupt as a result of this. Uh, do you think the HS2 kind of foresaw this? Like, Did they properly plan for this? Uh, they haven't properly planned for anything, including the property side of it. So in answer to your question, n- n- they, they may have foreseen it, but they haven't planned for it. Uh, and I think it's caught them by surprise because they'd no idea how many properties were actually on the route. That's the first problem. They'd no idea how many residential properties were on the route. In fact, in, in, in Yorkshire, on the M18 Phase 2 route, there's actually 50% more properties on the route than HS2 have been telling the Department for Transport. Uh, On phase one, it was a similar case. Uh, They've no idea how many businesses. Uh, Effectively, they've got themselves in a serious mess. So what do you think HS2 has to do to make things right? Pack up tomorrow. (laughs) I think the project should be stopped. It should be paused um, until a full independent review has taken place into the whole scheme not just the property aspect of it uh, but the economic benefits the costs uh, the, the the connectivity the whole scheme should be stopped and paused construction everything should be stopped so that uh, an independent body can review the scheme properly and then a, then a decision can be taken whether or not it should be continued or it should be abandoned and the money put into alternative schemes. Uh, What kind of alternative schemes could the money go to? Well, for example, up in the north, we've got a a really poor rail network. Um, You can't get from Sheffield to Leeds to Manchester, either by rail or road very easily. Uh, The rail network in the north's crumbling. There aren't enough services. The stations aren't very good. The trains are old, and they could use that money to improve the whole of the northern rail network, which would be far more beneficial to to the commuters than, than a fast link to London. When I tried to contact HS2, they were unable to give me a response. However, the director of the Northern Powerhouse Partnership, Henry Morrison, defended the schemes last week on BBC Look North, suggesting that HS2 is needed to help the country and it will be worth it in the end, despite the problems the schemes could be causing. He said, If you talk to the businesses that are going to create the jobs for children growing up in the North today, they're dependent on infrastructure and connectivity. At the moment, our transport system, whether it's North-South or East-West, isn't up to the job. But whether you agree or disagree with HS2's plans, it's clear that for some people, their compensation schemes simply aren't enough. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV. Mm.